This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Are you guys on Hollywood looking at this? Because I know it's a New York story, but are you looking at this whole Catwoman story where she got you know, the divorce settlement and in the last 22 years has pissed away $4 billion? I haven't reported on it, but <laughs> like, I was what? Like, it's crazy. I mean, that's a lot of money. To, and you, ha- you sit there and go, yeah. what do you have to show for it? Nothing. She's broke. Nothing. I know, but I bet she has like a nice <laughs> closet of designer shoes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I bet you're right about that. Sell oh, Brittany's going, dollars. yes, she does. Yes. <laughs> I hope she's a size nine. I doubt it. Seven little... in my way. Yeah, right? <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah, so I mean, that's bleak. Exactly it. That's just rough. I I feel like that's so. There's a lot of things going on with that woman who I feel very bad for, and I don't think money is the solution for her at all. Well, that much plastic surgery, there's something right akimbo in that brain. Not great. Not great, and not great to the cosmetic surgeons that were saying yes to her. All yeah, yeah that's true. That's the always thing that, that makes me upset. And I, I understand that they're they're ping-ponging between several surgeons. Yeah. But at some point, a surgeon has to say, I can't do this. This is like, I, I can't, there's no way. You've gone too far. Maybe go see a therapist. Yeah, it'll be is good. body dysmorphia in there at that point. Also offensive to cats. Yeah, I mean, I London suppose, is yeah. offended. She, she looks crazy. Ball. Is <laughs> London upset over a cat woman? Oh, <laughs> oh here comes here comes London. London, there. London, so how upset she is. She can't even deal with it. No, she's very <laughs> upset. She won't even look at me. She's staring down at the floor. She's like, I was sleeping in a kitty ball and you woke me up. <laughs> what are you doing, you pain in the ass? <laughs> I, I love know, that so much. Bugging my cats. <laughs> God, last night Jude was taking a little nap while we were watching that Rain Wilson show. Where do these dogs and cats come up with these noises, particularly dogs? Yeah. It's like he's sleeping, and all of a sudden they hear this. It's like, what are you doing? What the he's hell is that? Dreaming. That oh, means he's, he's dreaming. Oh, does it mean he's, is that true? Does it mean he's dreaming? Uh, yeah, one of my, London, she um, dreams and she will talk in her sleep when she's having like, <laughs> oh, I cannot stand Kristen. Get her out of here. No, yeah, because she likes my husband better. So um, (laughs) she's offensive. That is so offensive. I'm sorry. But um, she does love me because she likes our mornings together. So I do love her for that. But my boy cat is in love with me. He's obsessed with me. He stalks me from room to room. Yeah, I can see that. And by the way, what you were just doing with London right there. Can you imagine how good that would feel if somebody hugged you and put their chin on top of your head? God, that would feel good, wouldn't it? Yes. That's why in my next life, I'm coming back as a cat. You're coming. Okay. I'm just going to, like, be fed and given snacks and snuggled and sleep all day. It sounds fabulous. And who do you want to live with when you're a cat? An owner like me, because I know how spoiled my cats are and how well taken care of they are. (laughs) And now that I, you know, after a pandemic and I'm now a full-time stay-at-home cat mom, right. I mean, they are, they've got all the attention they need. I could understand that, no question about it. London looks very, actually, London does look a little upset this morning that you woke her up. I know, she's back asleep. She's so sweet. She's That'd a really good baby. Get, <laughs> the both of them are really good babies. What's the they're name of the other cat? I have two lap cats, so they're, it's good. Right, that's a, that is a good thing. All right, in closing, anything big we should know about coming up? 
<laughs> nope, you're going to go see Asteroid City tomorrow. So I'm going to expect on Monday, City. I'm going to expect that report. But as I said, Hulu's got you covered with the bear. Max has got mm. you covered with, and just like that, season two. If you want to hate watch it again, I watched. I hate watched it last season. And it was what fabulous. What is it again? What is that again? And just like that, it's the it's the revival of Sex in the City. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. I won't yeah. be watching that. No, thank you. And then if you're mad because Kim Cattrall's not a season regular on, and just like that, just flip on over to Netflix. She's got a brand new series, Glamorous, <laughs> that dropped today. So I've got you covered. Why There's are those plenty- kids fighting? Oh my God, Sarah Jessica Parker and Kim Cattrall, and everyone's asking about it, so they're fighting in the press, but Kim believes that they wrote her character old um, for the third movie that they never wound up doing. Mm -hmm. That they, um, and that she and Sarah Jessica Parker, I guess, never got along when they were filming the series, so that they started making um, her character, like, go through menopause and, you know, have all of these things that she considered embarrassing while all of the other women were still, like, chic and sexy and everything else like that, when, oddly enough, the first season of And Just Like That really kind of dove into the women getting older and kind of made them, like, almost too old. Oh, okay. Um, I was like, women in their 50s are thriving. They're They're, like traveling they're looking fabulous they're they're living their best lives and so i I can kind of see where kim took issue with all of that yeah instead they threw it onto all of the characters and and took them in a different direction um but she will be making a small cameo in the series but she did not film with any of the other actresses so that was part of the stipulation so there's no love lost between them it's so amazing to me and it doesn't matter if it's hollywood or a tv show or a radio show or what it is People just can't get along, and I don't know. I'm the star. No, you're. I'm the star. Like, who cares? Yeah, and that's some of the allegations because you know yeah. Kim's character Samantha was kind of the big breakout, and she alleges that you know Sarah Jessica Parker was jealous and and took it out by you know she's an executive producer on the show and then took it out on her storyline. You know what? It's it's who knows? We weren't there on set. And it was three women against one. That can be not a yeah, great situation, yeah. too. You feel ganged up on and you feel like you don't have support. But the, the crazy thing is, is that Kim Cattrall got Patricia Fields, who was the wardrobe designer for Sex and the City. That's who uh, sides with her. And I was like, there, there's something to this story of Patricia Fields is siding with Kim. So, Is there one person on that show that, that was involved in the idea or helped fund it or anything like that? Um, Michael Patrick King is still in charge. Okay. He's the showrunner. He was there from the beginning um, with Sex in the City. He's there on and just like that. But he is also really good friends with Sarah Jessica Parker. So uh, that's it seems the like I there's two camps. Yep, that's what, the exact reason why I asked you, because somebody's taking sides in this, and I don't think that's a good idea. I no, and, and I think a lot of feelings were hurt, and it's played yeah. out in the press. And I think it's also divided some of the fans, too. I don't think I've ever seen that. Well, it's not aimed at me anyway. It's not. It's not made for guys. Not your like demographic. Me. It's not my. I don't demographic. know if you want to like hear about all those fabulous topics they talked about back in the day. We'll keep you in the know. Oh, you're gonna watch her? Oh, of course I'm gonna watch what? just like that. I gotta see where Che Diaz ends up. Che is unhinged. Yeah, I hope they end up at the bottom of a pit somewhere. Oh my God! Maybe it's the worst maybe we character. Did prep prep Tom about that scene where Sarah Jessica's in bed and Miranda and Shay are in. Yeah. It's not even that. That part didn't, obviously I couldn't care less about that. I mean, it was a terrible scene. It was very dramatic and Carrie is such a terrible friend, but like 
and so is Miranda at the time. But like, the I think Rudy would get a kick out of Che Diaz has. They are a comedian, mm-hmm. and they have these comedian concerts. Comedy concerts. Comedy yes. concerts. But the whole time, this person is just grandstanding about issues. So it's like, well, this isn't stand-up. This isn't a... Con- and she, it was just wild. It was so painful to watch. It's Ugh. more like a political monologue yes. than a com- stand-up comedy set. But they're calling it a comedy concert. And so it, that, it was just... Terrible. Hmm. It was painful. Terrible. It was oh, so bad. So bad. And Sada Ramirez is not a comedian by nature. No. There you have it. All right, both of you, calm down over sex in the city. I will not. No, you will not. <sighs> and just like that, my segment's over. All right. Beautiful transition. Go back to bed. <laughs> I'm going for a walk. It's nice out. I'm going to go get my steps in. I like it. Good plan. Thank you. See you tomorrow. We'll see you tomorrow. We'll take a break. Be right back a couple of seconds away from Chris Eggert. Cruise the water in luxury on a brand new Bennington pontoon from the Power Lodge. Enjoy sunsets with the water, entertain the kids, and float on the lakes all summer long. It all starts at the Lodge, the Twin Cities' newest Bennington dealer, Power Lodge, with locations in Brainerd, Anamia, Ramsey, Miller Marina, St. Cloud. Hundreds of pontoons in stock across all Power Lodge locations. Your summer fun begins at Brainerd's newest Bennington dealer, the Power Lodge. You've heard it before. Brittany wants to be a Klingon. Klingon. I've been called worse. It's true. If we buy a new pontoon, I will tell you the easiest way to have a bunch of old friends come out of the woodwork is to own a pickup truck or a pontoon. I became way more popular to friends and family when I owned a pontoon, and who doesn't want to be popular? See? Popular. Enjoy the best days of summer on your favorite lake and a brand new Bennington pontoon from the Twin Cities' newest Bennington dealer. That would be the Power Lodge in Ramsey, a great spot. Miller Marine in St. Cloud is the largest Bennington dealer in the entire world, as a matter of fact. That is a fact. And my friends at the Power Lodge brought Miller into the family. Throttle therapy on land and water. PowerLodge.com and MillerMarine.com. Oh, and tell them that Tommy sent you. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Listen live on the Tom Bernard Show app or at TomBernardShow.com. I've been telling you for a couple of months now how happy I am with the MNFatLoss.com program. really has been easy and effective. I've lost 27 pounds. It just really hadn't been that hard either. I eat great food. I don't feel hungry. I have plenty of energy and enjoy this fantastic spring weather we're having. And I'm going into summer looking and feeling great. Right now, MNFatLoss.com is offering an exciting summer special, $200 off now through July 30th. But really, don't wait until the whole summer goes by to get this program started. Go to mnfatloss.com for details on this special offer. If you want to find out the secret to losing 20 to 30 pounds in just eight weeks, just like I'm doing, and save $200 on the program, schedule your free consultation. Save $200. Go to mnfatloss.com. That's mnfatloss.com. Of course, results may vary, and always be sure to tell the team at mnfatloss.com that Tom Bernard sent you. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. 
Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. And now time for the Chris Eggert Report, which is also known as the Highway to Hell. (laughs) (laughs) Nice theme music you got there, pal. It's very appropriate. (laughs) It's quite appropriate for your hellish reports. Well, there's not too many days I'm sitting here talking about great stuff, that's for sure. Yeah, for sure. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, Chris Eggert, news brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh for your free 48-minute financial evaluation. Chris Eggert with us, ladies and gentlemen. So, um, well, why don't we cover the sad stuff first? Obviously, the people in the in the vessel are gone, correct? I, I mean, it seems like it's just a formality for that to, yep. I mean... And I'm sure you guys have been seeing all this reporting that's been done about it and people who've been in the thing before. And um, like uh, CBS evening or uh, CBS Sunday morning did a piece a couple years ago and their correspondent, the correspondent and the the captain of the submarine were Mm -hmm. sitting there like doing an uh, interview. And those two could barely even fit in there. Oh, God. And there were five I mean, of it them? Looked un- it looked uncomfortable with just the two of them there. Ugh. And you, you talk about what a hellish what a hellish way to meet your demise. I, I uh, You know, God, there could be some miracle. But it stuck in a tube with five people and this horrible and again andy ruined my day yesterday because said well the good news is they ran out of oxygen so they'd probably just faint and he goes oh no 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 that's not the way it works you are poisoned to death by your own exhalations and you suffer mightily that's not good news now is it thanks andy yeah thanks a lot andy God, yeah Andy really doubled down <laughs> on the sadness on that one didn't he oh just oh my god just thinking can you imagine being over two miles under the water and you can't get out and you know your your history well and think oh. about this too and um this is a weird angle but these people spent a lot of money to do that so 
And you, you can look at that on one way. Well, yeah, sure, only people of privilege could do that. But they did it. They've got the money. They had the yes, money, whatever. Right, right. Imagine how freaking guilty you're sitting there feeling as you as you sort of hope slips away on that. And you're like, why in God's name did I do this? Like, yeah. I really have to spend this kind of money to do something like this. What was I, you know, what? Who was I trying to impress? Or I, I don't know. I just think of all the things that might be going through people's head. And I and I would also assume that somebody somewhere is working on a a book, you know, a movie or some kind of thing. Probably. Think of think of what kind of movie you could make out of that. Yeah, there's no way I would do I literally really, is that what you saw? Why don't you send me some pictures? I'll take a gander. I have no interest in going some tiny submarine and going to see the Titanic. I who cares? It's too sad already. Well, yeah, I mean, there, there definitely is that, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I don't know. Again, I'll, I'll never know. I'll never have that kind of disposable income that would just make that something that's achievable. But I don't know. It's too bad. You're kind and, of adventurous, though. What if they were like, you can have a free ticket and you can report and all this stuff to go down there? I probably would have done it. See, I think I would have, too, mm-hmm. if For I could free? get past the, like, claustrophobia of yeah. it all. I think I would have said yes, because, like, you say yes to some stuff like that, right? You go on adventures right. and, yeah. No, thanks. Well, now no. it won't, so don't worry. <laughs> now you're past it? Okay, yeah. good. I'm good. pretty sure uh, that, that that whole thing ain't going to be happening too much uh, anymore. No. And no. Well, and you think about the... You think about the dangers of the these. This is going to have a big impact on these, you know, your your uh, Jeff Bezos and stuff. We're trying to take tourists up into space and yeah. rocket. Yep. And don't tell me this isn't going to have a big impact on all that. I did not even realize because I don't spend a lot of time, ta- you know, re- reading about the Titanic. It's too sad for me. All those thousands of people. Wasn't it like a couple thousand people or something like that died. Most of the people are 1,100 or some damn number. I didn't know they were that close to Newfoundland when it went under. They were very close to Newfoundland, actually. Uh, I mean, relatively. 1,500 lost their lives. 1,500, okay. 2,240 passengers and crew on board, and more than 1,500 lost their lives. Man, how sad is that? And most of those people, it was like, what was his name, John Astor? Wasn't he one of the guys on it, the billionaire guy way yeah, back then? Yeah, I think him and his wife were on there, and I think they 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 kind of roughly based the movie. Yeah. There's a scene yep. where they're laying in their bed, and they're yep. just holding hands because they were like, there's no way we're going to get on a lifeboat. So like they just laid in their bed and let the water pour in. This the movie. Who knows what actually what happened? Yes, I understand that. Way, way too sad to even consider. Basically, it's, uh... oh, I remember Catherine one time we were lying in bed and she said, you know, you're being such a pain in the ass, you're suffocating me. But we moved on and it was just fine after that. <laughs> uh, yeah, my wife says the same thing, Tom. But you're being know. a massive pain in the ass. I do get that about twice a week, you know. Stop being such a pain in the ass. Yes, dear. I like it how we're all like, no, no, no Tom. That's, that, that couldn't be possible. That can't be possible she said that <laughs> or did that. Yeah, they break it down, too, by uh, class and gender. Yeah. The, the people that passed away. Oh. I, I didn't know this. Children, first class. Children, second class. 100% of both made it. Really? Wow. Not one child died. Uh, women first class was about 97% made it. Uh, women crew was about uh, 85. Women second class was about the same. Of course, obviously, the bottom on that list, men second class. They got about 8% yeah. survival of men second class. Steerage, baby. 
Yep. Steerage. Power to the V, baby. That's right. Yep. What's power to so that would be yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio yeah. in the movie. So remember yeah, the next time you sit and complain yeah, about the fact that, that you're making 75 cents on the dollar there, Brett Brett. Remember that you Ooh. and your ilk made it out of the Titanic before yeah. any guys <laughs> like us did. Yeah. Yeah, I'd make it out for sure. I just get home with you. Yes. I'll take, I guess, my pay cut. You and your ilk. It is her real. <laughs> We Absolutely have right. one advantage in this world. If you're on a boat with thousands yeah. of people, you get out first. Yes. <laughs> Score one for the Britster. I just <sighs> love that. We have one benefit in life. Yeah, life's a bitch. I know. It's just terrible. Oh, yeah. That and we can make life. Nonstop problems. No big deal. It's all true. Power no to the V. She's doing power to the V a lot this morning, Chris, and I think it's your fault. Yeah. I. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what else is happening in the news? That I, we had to bring it up. It's very, very sad. It's just Jesus. Oh, no, for sure. Oh, the for torture sure. must have been. And like I said, I already brought up the fact that I thought they'd just suffocate, and then he said, "Nope, they'll suffer." Well, yeah, I great. mean, what's the odds that they ever find them? Never. They're never going to find them. I wouldn't think. Big ocean. Yep. Well, they covered what a ten thousand square mile area. Yeah, I mean, they were. I mean, they're all over out there, and uh, I mean, who knows? And I, I, well, Andy seems like he's the expert on it, but, you know, if the thing were to somehow just, you know, depressurize or something yeah. down there, yeah. nothing, nothing's left, right? Yeah, and that's what I asked Andy. He said that's highly unlikely as well. Okay. And I, I do admit, I'll admit in front of all of the people around the world listening to this podcast, I should have never, ever let Andy learn how to read. Yeah, well, listen, knowledge, <laughs> yeah, well. knowledge can be power, but... <laughs> I, I feel you. I get it. I just so yes. All God bless them. I, I hope you didn't suffer too much. I, you know, I, I guess you can't avoid the fact they did suffer, but I hope it wasn't too much, man. Right. Yeah, I agree. Um, so uh, I'm annoyed this morning. No. Shocked. Ah. Grumpy. Did you guys see in the paper today that the the, the headline? Um, Minneapolis becomes Swiftiapolis. What's, oh, Swift because of Taylor Swift because yeah. of this dope. Listen, I like me, I like me some Taylor Swift. Don't be changing the name of my city though. It's not Swifty. You guys, I'm with Taylor Swift. I am. Oh, I'm with you. Trust me. Even as a Swifty, as a ride or die Swifty, who's dedicated her life to making bracelets for this concert. Ever, anytime Go Go goes to sleep, I'm like making bracelets like crazy. I think this is also dumb. I think I think I think even Taylor Swift is like I'm good. I feel Minneapolis is fine. Let's keep it as is. <laughs> well, it's like no big shows ever come here before. Tom, how many shows do you think you've been to that were a bigger show than Taylor Swift? About seventy-five thousand. Yeah. Well, one time I went to ACDCville to be able to go see my favorite band. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> no, I agree. This is dumb, and I I feel like by no means uh, the only people who are trying to benefit is Mayor Fry looking real cute with his quotes saying this isn't a small thing a delicate thing and that's a name of her song i was like oh, oh okay. the whole news conference had all these like references built into it we're not gonna I, shake it off I, I was reading the script this morning before we went on the air and some of those stupid things had made it into the copy and i'm like delete 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 i'm not saying that absolutely not how about mc5 you could just repeat their song. Kick out the jams, mother effer. <laughs> oh, I would like to. 
write that into a speech. <laughs> write it right into would, the speech. I, that's that's definitely more my style of music. I don't know. Like, listen, oh, I, I, I get it. This is the same thing that irritated me during the legislative session when all these lawmakers were like trying to be cutesy, naming the Prince Highway, yeah, and like yep. coming up with all these dumb speeches on the legislative floor. Dearly beloved, we're gathered here today to like shut up. Like, come on, we all get it. <laughs> I agree with you. Know you. What I'm saying. Yep. Like, here's what I here's, and again, I get the city of Minneapolis. They're doing a, a full out blitz this summer to try to get to try to convince people that downtown is safe again. Like, there's no doubt about it. Like, the mayor has mm-hmm. held five different news conferences. They tried that, like, block party thing downtown one night that, like, zero people went to. Like, they're, I think they closed down one of the streets and, like, put up a bunch of, you know, carnival stuff. I mean, they're they're really, really, really trying to convince people that. Um, but to me, like, in a case like this, you've got how many hundreds of thousands of people that are going to be downtown? Like, just tell me there's going to be a bunch of cops around, right? Well, that and whose fault is that, right? I mean, it's our mayors, it's our governors across. I'm not saying necessarily in this this case, but I will tell you. I matter of fact, I talked to a pretty brilliant psychologist about this, and that person's not going to want me to use their name because of their response to my question. And I said, "How are we going to stop this? All these shootings. Did you say, I don't know what city it was in, but about a hundred little children stormed a McDonald's and destroyed it? They're like little kids. I'm talking about eight, nine, ten years old. I didn't see that. Yeah, that was a video I saw last night. But uh, he said, or she, it might have been a woman, I'm saying he or she, said the only way this is going to stop is if we start kicking ass again. The only way they'll stop. If they are going to take punishment for doing what they're doing, they'll stop. If you don't punish them, they'll just keep right on doing it. There's no penalty, right? I mean, that's definitely, I think you're going to hear more and more people expressing that viewpoint as, you know, the pendulum seems to be swinging the other way, right? I Yeah. You can't let people act like that and just let it go. Oh, it's there for having a tough time. No, 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 no. Civility matters more than anything and if it takes kicking your ass to get back to civil times then i guess that's what we'll have to do well i i just think it's it's thinking about if you really want people to come down there again i do i want to go down wanna, there they want to you want them to feel safe and some of that is reality and some of it's perception too right like i i i know that it's um I don't know. So come up with Swiftyapolis and I don't know. Swiftyapolis, baby. Although I will tell you the one thing I still enjoy uh, in my head every day is a couple of years, two, three years ago, walking down Hennepin Avenue and there were two women in a fist fight and they were both naked. Like, yeah, really? It's uh, so on Hennepin Avenue, baby. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the hell? It's like, are you kidding me? It's by the old federal building, right? It was right there. Wow, that's uh, <laughs> well, maybe that should be a nude. new slogan. Just come downtown and who knows what you'll see. Exactly. Come on downtown and whip out a titty. What Why do you think? not? Good, good slogan. You got to be streamlined. I, I like to shave my body and then go naked before I fight just sure. so no one can grab on anything. <laughs> ah, Jesus, mm-hmm. ouch. That sounds like it would hurt. Like, I'm very hairy. <laughs> he got you I with that one. That. He, he got you with that one. That was brilliant. So weird. I don't even know what to do with you, Rudy. It's all we could one ever weird have. cat. 
You're one weird cat, man. Man. That's all I've got to say, babe. So, uh, any other news? I was just saying, any, uh, you know, as far as national news are concerned, it's not a whole lot. What do you think about Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg wanting to get in a fist fight? I just, I just read that before I came in here. <laughs> And, and then I was like, that must be BS. That must oh be clickbait. God. So I didn't actually click on it. I I, I, I went past. But is that really something? Uh, the impression I got is that Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg want to have a fist fight or they're going to martial art fight or some damn thing. Are they both that desperate to try to build their public image? Mm, yes. Something like that? Everybody's a tough guy until you meet a tough guy. Well, I'm, Sonny I'm Barger, pretty sure baby. neither one of those two is a tough guy. I, I'm I mean, positive. <laughs> As a matter of fact, yeah, you don't want to you don't want to fight a tough guy if you're Mark Zuckerberg or Elon Musk. I will tell you that. Boy, I I, I would watch that though, wouldn't you guys? Oh hell yeah! I would. <laughs> you pretty excited, are you? Yeah, I would watch that because like I would for sure watch that. I actually like it better when people who aren't like have body parts that are registered as weapons fight. Like I like it better when I go. Nobody's gonna get that hurt. Like yeah. I would watch that and enjoy it, for sure. I can understand. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, watch it. Yeah, because it would be a slap fight, pretty much, yeah. wouldn't it? Yeah, I'd no watch it. question you about think it. one of them would have to, like, you'd be like, all right, people are going to see this. If I, if I fight like, like that, I'm going to, like, my, like, think about, like, Zuckerberg. Like, everybody already has such a, well, both of them, really, like, they're just obtuse people, and you just don't think of them. I don't know. You'd think it'd be one of those things where you'd like want to come out and like really just fricking belt the other guy. Yeah. So at least you'd have a, like the public perception would be, well, damn, look at Zuck. He's got quite the left hook. Sure. Uh, then Elon Musk came out and said that the way he'd roll is he would just lay on him. Right. That's what he said. He'd do the <laughs> walrus, walrus is what he called that move, which is also my go-to sex move out there. Just, <laughs> just limp. Like how funny would that be? Just like, you know, because uh, Zuckerberg claimed, you know, he says he's doing all this jujitsu and he's sure. got his like little fighter move, and then Elon Musk just lays on him. <laughs> Chop all you want. <laughs> Love Keep that. chopping away, brother. Just bloop. okay. The three of you have you ever been knocked out? Yes. You have been. Yes. Anyone else? No. You kind of have been, Chris. I've seen stars several times, okay. but I haven't been knocked completely out where I had to get up off the ground. I was knocked out one time, and I will never forget it. Because we stood toe to toe, I then woke up on the ground. He knocked me out with one punch. Yeah. And then you know what we did after I woke up? Went in the store and got some pizza. Yeah. <laughs> Shook hands. <laughs> he gave you a ride to school after. Yeah, like, exactly. That's exactly it. What do you even like? How do you even come back like after that conversation? Like, how's the wife and kids? I guess I should have blocked that punch instead of just. Getting socked in the mush. I don't even remember him throwing the punch. I do not to this day remember that. Was it the dynamic changes forever, right? Like he was like, what kind of pizza do you want? And are you kind of like, whatever you want, whatever. <laughs> How about tuna? I like tuna pizza. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, it'd be wonderful. No, it wasn't like that at all. It was like, you know, I made a mistake by going toe-to-toe with the wrong guy. I knew it. He knew it. And we just went on and ate pizza. Right? That's Listen. Uh, that's very admirable. What are you gonna do? That is the difference between men and women. Because man, if that would, if a woman were to knock out another woman, it would be 
years before those two ever. <laughs> That's probably true. Yeah, a guy, you just pick them up off the ground, you dust them off, and you're like, all right, so uh, you a pineapple and a Canadian bacon guy, you a pepperoni. What are we going Love with? It. Yeah, because yeah. men are so great. Everyone likes to pretend. Even keel. That, that that rage doesn't go somewhere. Everyone what? pretends, and then we go, oh, what? what's the most violent group of people? Men. Yeah. Now, if you got rid of all men, it doesn't matter race, doesn't matter anything. If you got rid of men between the ages of like 14 and 32, yeah. crime would drop 98%. Yeah. Yep, it would. Yeah. I'm glad no we're question. all in agreement. Mm -hmm. Power to the B. How many like times? Put is... oh, go ahead, Tom. No, she's done her vagina deal about 15 times now. Yeah, What's well, wrong I've, with never, you? I've never heard you do that. And now you've done it like several times just in this little broadcast. This yeah. segment is brought to you by Vaginas. See, there you go. There you go. That's not a very good what? V. Well, that's a, I'm doing the vagina outline with my hand. Oh, my God. One. Brittany, you are a drop machine today. Thank you for... <laughs> no, yeah, no. she really is. She really is. What are you doing with that princess phone now? I don't What's know. that? I don't know. I just like holding it. She's got her princess very phone. Very satisfied. The bat phone. Tell us what's going on in the news, Chris. Oh, God. Uh, hey, Renfest is going to go on as scheduled. I want you all what to is? know that. Renaissance Festival. What's that? The the Renfest? Yeah. Where everybody dresses up like Jacobi dragons and, and lords. And... Huzzah! Yeah. They Drinking. still do that? Oh, yeah. Yes. I went to that like 40 years ago. Same. Really? The last time I was there was probably at least 40 years ago. It was like and I... Shakopee or something, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah well, anyway, okay. there's been all kinds of... Mm -hmm. uh, of uh, controversy over parking and traffic right. and people who were living right. nearby were getting all kinds of bent out of shape about it. And Scott County got involved and there were even questions about whether or not they were going to have to move the facility. Uh, yada, yada, yada. They all got it worked out and, and, and uh, Renfest will go on as scheduled. They will have a parking, they'll have a company there dedicated to just getting the parking stuff taken care of. So well, I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, it's been years and years since I've been. I, I remember it was, it was fun. I mean, I wasn't yeah. overwhelmed with how fun it was, but it was kind of interesting and fun. Those people hook up with each other. Yeah. What do you mean? It is. That, now, oh, that, sure. now, that is nerd on nerd violence yep. uh, on a level that we would not understand. I know people who worked at Renfest, mm -hmm. and it like lights go down because they all like camp out there. Oh, they do. And okay. it is. Hookup Central. Stupfest. Yeah, with those, those, those like, corset tops mm -hmm. on. Yeah. 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 Ye brown I, chicken, ye brown cow. Yeah, That's right. <laughs> I, can, I can see that, right? Like, yeah. you're getting drunk on wine all day. You get frickin' eating those sure. turkey in the, legs. Yeah. In the sun. Just, yeah, like, I'm, I'm feeling pretty sexed up right now. That's, yeah. We went out there one time. It was 97 degrees. I love the Ren Fest, but we went out there. There was a guy dressed head to toe like a ninja. All black, <laughs> like a ninja. I was like, what are you doing? It's not even the right era. No, no there's no rules. I wouldn't say historically accurate. I'm going to go out there dressed as I, Mario and Luigi. Hey. I remember I was dating a guy. And he was like, yeah, I used to date one of the mermaids. And I was like, there's mermaids Mer oh, there. You ever go to Mermaid Cove? Oh, yeah. Why would there be a mermaid at a Renaissance Festival? It's a merman, Tom. It's a merman? Merman. Yeah, it's, uh, no, you you walk through and there's a girl sitting what? on a rock with a mermaid tail. I'm telling you, man, it is really the nerdiest stuff ever. And people don't break character. No. When you're like, hey, yeah. by the way, my kid just fell and scraped his knee. Is there a first aid station nearby? <laughs> Ye, there shall be. 
epoxy with leeches. And you're like, dude, I need a Band-Aid. My kid's about to piss herself. Well, where are these indoor plumbing you speak of? And you're like, come on. We have to take a break here. Chris Eggert, uh, he was going to stay with us long, but he has to run out to Renfest to get his tickets. I'll, uh, listen, I'll get. I'll grab it for you guys too. Yeah, please do, will you? And we'll carpool. Okay, so on we'll your way out. I have to ask you a question. I have to ask you a question. Which one of them passed away, puke or snot? I don't I, remember. I just remember puke and snot, though. I liked them. Not, I thought they were good. Yeah, for but sure. I, I think one of them yeah. passed away, unfortunately. All right, Pally. We will talk to you tomorrow. Huzzah! <laughs> okay, it's one of those days, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Chris Eggert, news brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh for your free 48-minute financial evaluation. We shall take a break right here. Got a special guest coming up right after this, as a matter of fact. I've been telling you for a couple of months now. i got to make sure I'm doing this. Yes, excellent. I've been telling you for a couple of months now how happy I am with the mnfatloss.com program. really has been easy and effective. I've lost 27 pounds. It just really hasn't been that hard either. I eat great food. I don't feel hungry. I have plenty of energy to get out and enjoy this fantastic spring weather we've been having. And I'm going into summer looking and feeling great. Right now, mnfatloss.com is offering an exciting summer special. And here it is, 200 bucks off. Now through July 30th. But don't wait until the whole summer goes by to get this program started. Go to mnfatloss.com for details on this special offer. If you want to find out the secret to losing 20 to 30 pounds in just eight weeks, just like I'm doing, save $200 on the program. Schedule a free consultation. Go to mnfatloss.com. That is mnfatloss.com. Of course, results may vary. And always be sure to tell them at the team there at mnfatloss that Tom Bernard sent you. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Listen live at TomBernardShow.com or on the Tom Bernard Show app. This is Tom Bernard for Niemeyer Trailer Sales. They've been a part of Minnesota since 1965, and their name says it all. They are family. If you want to take your passion on the road and make memories camping wherever you want, no motors, but pull trailer RVs, go to Niemeyer Trailer Sales. True story. The very best brands live at Niemeyer's. Like the latest from Rockwood by Forest River, number one in their class, whether you want a tent trailer, expandable, travel trailer, or a fifth wheel, Niemeyer Trailer Sales has it all. Plus, they deliver on the forgotten art of customer service with personable employees, often sons and daughters of the third-generation family-owned business who simply do what they say they will do every time. Come explore their huge selection and consult with RV service pros. You will leave satisfied no matter what you are looking for. The Niemeyer family welcomes you to visit both of their locations in Albertville and Elko New Market before your next vacation. Head to N-I-E-M-E-Y-E-R-S dot com and put your passion on the road. Niemeyer Trailer Sales. Guys, I want to let you know about acoustic wave therapy protocol provided by my new sponsor, Twin Cities Premier Health. It's a non-invasive, non-surgical, highly effective science-based procedure that creates an increase in blood flow and helps create new blood vessels by treating the root cause of most erectile dysfunction. Unlike using a pill to create a pharmaceutically induced erection, they treat the root cause of the problem. Age-related erectile dysfunction is most commonly caused by a buildup of plaque in the arteries that supply blood to the erectile tissue. Reach out to Twin Cities Premier Health like I did and right now receive the special offer a free treatment and a free consultation when you book today. That is valued at $800. 952-395-4346. That's my unique phone number 952-395-4346 for their office or go to TwinCitiesPremierHealth.com and please be sure to tell them that Tom Bernard sent you.
Tom Bernard here. Are you ready for some throttle therapy? Cruise the water in luxury on a brand new Bennington pontoon from Power Lodge. Enjoy sunset from the water, entertain the kids, and float on the lakes all summer long. It all starts at the Lodge, the Twin Cities' newest Bennington dealer, the Power Lodge, with locations in Brainerd, Onamia, Ramsey, and Miller Marine of St. Cloud. Hundreds of pontoons in stock across all Power Lodge locations. Your summer fun begins at Brainerd's newest Bennington dealer, the Power Lodge. Enjoy the best days of summer on your your favorite lakes in a brand new Bennington pontoon from the Twin Cities' newest Bennington dealer, the Power Lodge in Ramsey. With locations in Brainerd, Onamia, Ramsey, and Miller Marine in St. Cloud, and hundreds of Benningtons in stock across all locations, the Power Lodge is your destination before you hit the lakes this summer and cruise at sunset. Fun begins at the Lodge, the Twin Cities' newest Bennington dealer, the Power Lodge. Get some throttle therapy on land and water, millermarine.com and powerlodge.com, and you can tell them... Tommy sent. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Yes, rip you off. They're the biggest scam ever. They don't even try to hide it. They show you how they rip you off. That's infuriating. Because you can't call a complaint like, hey, we just want you to know before you fly, we're going to rip you off. We're going to show you how to do it so you don't have any stupid questions later. They itemize it. They charge you $5 for a September 11 security fee. It's been almost 20 years since 9-11. That should come with the flight. <laughs> I buy a plane ticket and you don't crash into a building. <laughs> they like, nope, that cost five extra dollars. <laughs> Got to spend the money. That's all there is to it, ladies and gentlemen. Kevin Bozeman in studio. Malcolm with him as well. Acme Comedy Company tonight through Saturday. Six years after finishing his collegiate basketball career, Division Three Whitewater College. Kevin Are you really about to read that bio? Yes. <laughs> Just. I'm, gonna ra- I'm raving about you. I, okay, I won't. I won't. I won't. Never mind. Free spirited. Rave okay. about me just from from your heart. Kevin is a massive pain in the ass. <laughs> that's, right that's what I'm talking about. That feels, that feels right. That feels like I'm at home. Yeah, well, that's right, isn't it? Right? Exactly yeah, you're right. a massive pain in the ass. We're like, oh, home. Gee, I've never had my wife. Oh, but speaking of that, by the way. Oh, girl fans here. What's happening? Malcolm Minnesota threatened you. Baseball. Malcolm threatened you. He said he's going to beat the piss out of you, Mike. What do you think? We'll let Mike get his uh, earphones on first before he. That yeah. makes that Mike makes a lot of noise. Uh, you can swing the. Well, you got to swing that here, part I can down. Here, turn it up. Put those back on. I love the professionalism of this show. It worked really, really well. Doing it on the fly. Let's get back to Kevin being a huge pain in the ass. Yes, let's get back to the Kevin Bowes being a pain in the ass. A huge pain in the ass. I do have to mention one thing. There's only one thing you're a pain in the ass about, and you don't even know. There's no fault at all. But my wife's name is Catherine Brandt, KB. She wants a KB hat. She wants a KB hat. She's KB1. Kristen Burt is our Hollywood reporter. That's KB2. And now... We're going to have to, if you're going to supply the hats, we cannot have you be KB3. I mean, I'm the originator. Of That's the, what I'm uh, saying. It's, just, it's, the, it's the KB brand. And they, would be un, they would be under my umbrella, so to speak, right? Your umbrella. That's exactly they be, right. So they would have to fight for KB1 and KB2, mm-hmm. obviously being Mrs. Bernard. I mean, she would probably have to be. She's not Mrs. Bernard, though. One. She's Catherine Brandt. She, she, she said, no, I'm keeping my name. Yeah, well, either know. way. It's a B's a B. A B's a B. A B's a B's a B's a B's a B. I have a question for you. Fire away. 
your shirt, your hat. Do you have a KB on your pants too? No KB <laughs> pants, sir. No KB pants. Yes. That should be a that should be a thing. Yeah. That should okay. be a thing. I have this shirt because I want to start sponsoring. I want to start sponsoring uh, or have someone sponsor my comedy and I promote their business. When I mean their business, I mean alcohol. Yeah. That's a good right? thing. It's a good. smart yeah. thing, right? It is, yeah. I'm on stage performing, drinking with two and three hundred of my friends. Might mm-hmm. as well let them know what I'm drinking. What do you drink? I'm a bourbon guy. God, you don't want to get me anywhere near bourbon, man. I do, actually. (laughs) As soon as you say that, that's exactly that's exactly what I want to do. Right now I'm 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 it looks like I'm staring at you, but I'm I'm eyeing up your liver. (laughs) (laughs) I want your liver. I want I want it. It's pretty fresh. I want it and I want it. I know I want to put it in my vase of of livers I've collected for my friends. No question. But now I gotta run something by the two of you. Malcolm's here with Kevin. Yeah, Mike Gelfand in studio, of course, as well. But when you guys both walked in, because you're pretty sizable guys, you're not little men or anything like that, right? Thanks, almond milk. Yeah, almond <laughs> milk taking care of business for you. Um, I have to ask you a question: Are either of the two of you afraid of either Elon Musk or Mark Zuckerberg? Because <laughs> they're going to have a fist fight, apparently. Did you hear about this? Are they? Yes, they're going to fight. They're going to go in the ring and, and slug it out. They got slugging it out to them is just playing a chess match. <laughs> They're gonna actually have a chess board out there and just play chess. I would, we, I would pay to see that, right? Would yeah, you? for sure. I, I would pay to see. It's that. It's great because everybody wins. Yeah, that's true. No matter who loses, everybody <laughs> wins. You're absolutely right. Very good point. Yeah, I would. I would pay money to see that. It's a fight. I don't. I'm not a fighter. I, I have jokes. You can handle the smile. Does this smile look like I could throw a punch? That's a a good smile. There's no question about it. I don't fight. Yeah, why would you? But I promote violence. (laughs) (laughs) And drinking. Drinking and fighting. Drinking and violence, I definitely promote. But I just don't. I just don't. I'm not violent. Like, I'm not violent. I'll be the, I'm the guy that'll, you know, that'll make threats, but I won't show up. Don't make me have to come over there. But I'm like, please don't make me have to come over there. Did you get that from your mother? No, my mother's violent. (laughs) <laughs> she didn't say, well, that's what I'm saying. Don't no. make me come over. Yeah, there. yeah, I got that from my mother. Yeah, I thought yeah so. she actually came over. <laughs> she actually came over. She'll make I the thought. walk. Yeah, she came over. My mother was uh, full of re- bringing receipts. <laughs> she was full of it. Well, She's... you must have been taller than her by the age of like three and a half, right? Because you are a tall man. But I, I mean, I don't know how you know science works, but if you have a, if you're tall, generally your mother's going to be a little bit taller too. How tall are you? Well, well, no, because I'm a short guy and I have super short there parents. There you go. But, uh, but I do have friends of mine. Uh, one friend in particular, a female, is uh, six four and a half. Her dad is only about six foot, but her mom is like five two. Really? So by the time then like somebody's not the parent. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> like, but by the time oh. like fourth grade rolled around, she was towering over her mother. Sometimes it's just hereditary. You know, like uh, you know, if you could look at uh, brothers and sisters and siblings, if they're tall, then that's it's it's possible sure. that they're tall. But my mother, she's uh, five seven. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Five seven. So yeah, so I'm right. So by the time fourth grade rolled around, you were probably taller than her, right? You know, I had a, I never had a big growth spurt though. I just progressively got taller and taller. I'm only, you know, I like to say I'm six five, but I might have shrunk a I did. smidge. I did. I shrunk a smidge. Me too. Right? Who knew? Who I knew? Be, I used to be six. Who knew two. that you're supposed to take yoga? 
<laughs> I should have taken yoga. You're absolutely right. right. Now, I used to be like pretty close to 6'2", and I'm barely six feet tall now. Yeah, there's yeah. nothing wrong with that. But something about moms, though, is that like even if they she was shorter than you, moms have tall energy. They have yeah. I'm gonna kill you yeah. energy that doesn't matter if they're four foot nothing. Nice. BDE is what yep. they call that. Yep, they have, moms all have BDE. That's yeah, a fact. That's uh, you know what that is, right? No. You tell them. We've talked about it on this show. Yeah, yeah. remember we talked about Pete Davidson having big dick energy. No, because I I don't I've never seen the attraction. Yeah. I don't get it. You don't get the attraction of big dick energy. Or you don't get the attraction. <laughs> well, of no, that part is <laughs> actually neither. Yeah. <laughs> You're absolutely right. I I got no attraction to either one. Of you those don't guys. even have to have. You don't even have to have a big one. You just need the energy. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean that's you know I think it's the it. energy. It's you got to know how to use it. That's what right. It's just yeah. You, no, I mean the energy. Yes. The, uh, it's like, uh, you ever see those things where it's like uh, oil infused? That's what you need. Like yeah. big, thick energy infused. But well, you don't actually need yeah, a big I, I think one. You're right that moms are the original BDEs. They yeah. walk around and you're terrified of everyone's mom. You know, yeah, what, you know what rhymes with BDE? Hmm. O for three. Oh, there you go. O for th- BDE, O for Four three. three. Doesn't yeah. rhyme. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm just being a little personal with that. Sounds like a, <laughs> sounds like a lot of sounds like a lot of Twins players lately in the lineup. Don't all right now. Now you're gonna have to leave the studio. Bring up the damn. I <laughs> love the Twins. And we're playing, having a they great did win day. last night though. They did win last <laughs> Buddy, night. Buddy, I'm a White Sox fan, so oh like, no. Come on, it's a disaster. Come on, let's just. Where'd you grow up in South South? Side? I grew up South Side of Chicago. I'm suburban now, baby. And my favorites, I think I might have told you this story before, but I'm not sure if I did. But I had a friend who lived in Chicago. Yeah. But he lived in uh, one of the suburbs. He decided just before the 4th of July he wanted some fireworks. Mm-hmm. So we went to the south side. Yeah. And he walks up on a bunch of guys. He and his buddy are down there. And he walks up to a bunch of guys standing on the corner. And they said, hey, you guys know we can get some fireworks? We'd like to buy some fireworks. And the biggest guy looks at him and goes, you got cash on you? <laughs> oh my God. Why would you tell me that you have what? cash in your pocket? Yeah. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. You got to yeah. go. I grew up I grew up in the city. I'm suburban now, though. Oh, I mean, as are. soon as I moved to the suburbs, I uh, bought a North Face coat to let white people know I was safe. Sure. Just well, you nothing know. wrong with that. You got to let them know. Like, Signaling. Them know. Yeah. Just like, hey, relax, whiteies. I'm trying to raise a family. Relax, Whitey. I've heard that in my life yeah, before. Here's my badge. <laughs> Remember we were talking about, about, about bourbon? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's when I hear If I drink bourbon, I hear, hey, relax, Whitey. Hey. Ooh, <laughs> dude, <laughs> I so want to get drunk with you now. I want to unleash this beast. Oh, no. Kevin, it wouldn't be pretty. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Just you raging about how you used to be 6'2". <laughs> <laughs> I just, I would bitch about it nonstop. That's exactly right. I'd I'm all for it. Nonstop. I'm all for it. No, I, I got to be honest with you. I lived in Chicago for a while over there. What, remember A Plus, the uh, the agency, the voiceover agency down there? I was there for years on Ohio Street. Mm, I'm not down there. I'm not one. familiar with that, but I I believe Love that Chicago. if you say it, that it existed. I it did. I, right, you wouldn't just make shit up on me. Right? I love Chicago. Absolutely love that town. There's so many great Midwestern cities. Man. That's true. I love it. Like yep. Minneapolis, dope. Chicago, yeah. dope. Love Milwaukee. I love all, like, you know, they just focus, they focus on, on the negative too much. But, you know, I, it's like seven blocks you shouldn't go down in Chicago. Yeah, that's about it. Right? And that's the, pretty much any city. And some, listen, listen, 
a bullet motivates you. Just I'm not saying you should take <laughs> a bunch of them. Just, <laughs> just one. Just, one just graze. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> a stitch or two. Just just to keep you just to keep you fresh, yeah. keep you moving. Gives you a different perspective. Yeah, man. Head on a swivel. Sure. <laughs> People oh, oh, oh Chicago's so violent. Yeah, but have you had our deep dish pizza? That's true. <laughs> it's worth That's a bullet. Worth. That's yeah. true. That's worth an ass whooping. It is. I remember the first time I ever went, this is probably 1977, 78, something like that. I went to Pizzeria Uno. Yeah. And they wouldn't let me in because I was wearing shorts. They say, we don't allow shorts in here. Oh, just classy, huh? Yeah, it's classy, classy. as hell. And now you see the people that go in a Pizzeria Uno. Yeah, they wish They're like, they please <laughs> wear shorts. <laughs> <laughs> For the love of God, put true. some shorts on. Please put some shorts on. Yeah. I don't, you know, it's crazy. It's like we are Chicagoan. Like deep dish pizza is uh, is a touristy thing. We oh, like yeah. Chicagoans don't eat a lot of deep dish pizza. When our friends come into town, yeah. we, let, we give them the experience. But we have RBI our thin crust is pretty is pretty thick anyway. So I I mean it's great. Got to ask you a question. Great. Yeah, you travel a lot. I do. Did you ever find a hotel better than the Peninsula in Chicago? I love that hotel. Man. Oh well, I stayed in a couple of nice Vegas hotels. No, oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But yeah, and I yeah, the Peninsula, and I actually stayed there. I actually like the Drake. Drake's a good hotel too. Yep, the Drake. Been around but, for yeah, a while. I mean, this they some some places just get it. Like Acme Comedy Club, they just get it. Like I love performing at Acme because it's it's an A room. They yep. treat you like you should. They treat you like we're happy to have you come in mm-hmm. and perform in front of our audiences, as opposed to comedy clubs being like. Yeah, we lucky we brought you here. I'm like, oh, right? I'm telling you, it's the, it's, it's that is. There is more little dick energy in the comedy club <laughs> system than any other place. A lot of these people have always were were unfunny as comics, mm-hmm. and then they got a job oh, yeah. at oh, clubs, yeah. and they treat people because like, they got a little bit of power. You never want people. To get be around people to get power, uh, because that's how they that's how they identify themselves. Mm-hmm. Because really good people will just get power, and they just you know they think that's that's just life, right? It's just part of their process, but they don't use it as as a tool to demean and bully. I mean, I'm telling you, man. That's why I mean, I love like Lewis is just like, yeah, man. Great thanks guy. for coming in. Yep. Have a good week. And then afterwards, and he stays out of your way. He's not sitting there telling you, oh, well, the crowd didn't like this joke, so maybe yeah. you shouldn't. Yeah. He doesn't try to censor you. He lets the, the art speak for itself. And, I mean, I'm telling you, it's, you, you take Minneapolis and you take Madison, two cities that you wouldn't think, and they, are, they have the, arguably the two best clubs in the country, which is, yeah. which is to, to the Midwest roots that we were talking about. No, I don't think there's any question. But well, they they do say, and I don't know if it's still true, but but Minnesota audiences are the best comedy audiences in America. People love coming here to do comedy. Well, yeah, people do love to come and do mm-hmm. comedy. But you know, have you been to the Mall of America? <laughs> <laughs> zing, zing, zing. 
<laughs> Malcolm didn't even like that reference. <laughs> looking over, he didn't even like that reference. <laughs> I was like, man, come on, man. <laughs> come on, man. Come on, man. Uh, no, it's, it's great. Like, I mean, I, like just the Midwest comedy. I mean, you know, even the L.A. and New York comics that move out there, they're always coming back to the, to the Midwest to mm-hmm. perform because they get the... They get the most love. Speaking of love, uh, I, my new uh, uh, comedy album just dropped on YouTube. Ooh, I want to hear about it. God's Work. God's Work. Okay. You can tell I'm very religious. Yes. Obviously. No <laughs> do, I, do I come across it just, that? It radiates. Just, there's a, I only wear this hat to hide my halo. <laughs> yeah, I assumed. I assumed so. If you could get a, 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 a cross that has KB on it, then you'd be rocking that. Oh, yeah. 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 I'm pretty sure that's some sort of blasphemy. I'm pretty right? sure. Yeah, you can't it might put your be. initials on, on, yeah. the, on the cross. But maybe. Maybe. maybe if I'm the chosen one. <laughs> yeah. If you are the if chosen, you're the chosen one, you're the chosen one. No, it's all, it's all Helium County Studios. I bring that up. It's because, like... I shot it in Philadelphia, but like the like most of my viewers and stuff has come from the Midwest. Mm-hmm. Like they just, you know, it's it's. I mean, I don't think it's it's for everyone, but it resonates in the Midwest. So, yeah, I'm, I'm super excited about it. Super guess, excited about it. Got to be honest with you too, and I've told every comedian that's come in recently. That two and a half years of, of COVID with no comedians coming in, I it sucked. Oh, I hated man. sitting. You, you sit in the studio, you're talking. You know, I, I, we literally used to have comedians in on Thursday and Friday. Yeah. A lot of cl- comedy clubs here and all the rest of it. And hopefully we'll get back to that again because, well, I'm Kevin, we lost Louis Anderson and we lost Gilbert Gottfried and we lost Bob yeah. Saget. I mean, it got really bad there for, for a long time. So... To have you in studio now, and I've told the, the few people that have come in so far, it's a, it's a great thrill for me because it reminds me of why I want to do this in the first place. Right, right. You know? it's a, in comics, I feel like uh, comics and, um, and, and, and talk show hosts, they, they, have a good, they have a good balance, you know, mm-hmm. balance each other out where you're more serious and, and I bring light to the bullshit that you put on these. So listeners. you're basically look, thinking that I'm pretty serious? No, I mean I'm speaking <laughs> in general, but if we get some bourbon in you. We'll, we're gonna find out who this person really is. Oh, you don't want to bring my phone and I'm recording you. I'm just, oh, <laughs> that that'd be big sales. That'd be good. Right. Absolutely. Tom Bernard. Yeah, you ever seen that Hasselhoff cheeseburger video? That's what you're gonna get. <laughs> <laughs> laying on the ground eating that cheeseburger. That's exactly right. No question. But you know, honest guy, you remind me of a guy I went to. I went to high school with. Was he black? No, that's why you remind me so much of him. <laughs> Jesus, Palomino. His name was Ralph. He's Ralph. about your size. Ooh. And we're walking down the hall one day, and, and Ralph and I were pretty good friends. But yeah. Ralph, you know, we're walking down the hallway one day, and he, he talked like this. Dude. He never opened his mouth when he talked. He just kind of talked like this. And he goes, hey, Tommy, let me tell you something. You're very funny, but don't ever make fun of me. <laughs> I'm like, you got it, Whoa. Ralph. <laughs> I'm not. Wait, and that reminds me of you. I no. He was about as big as you. Is all what right. I'm saying. All right. And he was black. Did I point that yeah. out? I know. <laughs> I know. He knew. I figured. I, I know. He I was able to put that puzzle together. How <laughs> <laughs> oh, you put it together? <laughs> that wasn't for sure. And then, and then when you did the voice, I was like, oh, I yeah. think it's, I think it's etched in stone. Yeah. No one would be intimidated by a white guy if you did that. It'd be like, yeah, okay, fine, sure, yeah, sure whatever. thing, guy. Yeah. <laughs> You and your little dick energy. You and your little dick energy, Ralph. <laughs> Ralph. Nah, that's good stuff. 
I actually had to go through a period where, where I had to learn to talk with my mouth open because I did the same. You know, you grow up around it. That's what you do. So I'd literally mumble. talk like this the whole mumble. time. That's, and that's what I you do. I mumble a lot. You know. And you, when you talk it to the girls, it's always a mumble because it's always got to be on the down low. Hey, 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 little girl, let me, <laughs> yeah, pretty girl, let me holler at you real quick. Come on, girl. Let, let me holler at you real quick. That right? That's the line? You ever hear that? You ever hear, let me yeah. holler at you real quick? Yeah. Why did yeah. you, t- you take your hood off? Hey, I got, I was warm. Warm now. I was freezing oh, you're warm before. Now. Okay. <laughs> hey, Shawty, let me holler at you real quick. But it's usually like from afar <laughs> in a situation where you're like, this doesn't work like this. Like, I had a guy, I was getting on a bus and he was yelling in his car, hey, let me holler at you. I was like, do you think buses come every two minutes? Like, I'm going. So it never I gotta seems go. never efficient. Yeah. Like, you're going to go, oh, let me get off the bus and get this. <laughs> Get this holler at me ride. Let me quickly. Yes, I would like to be hollered at the moment. Yeah, holler at me ride. Let me put an air tag on this car first and make sure when I'm abducted they can find me. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Let me take a picture of your license real quick. Yeah. Yeah. No, it never seems to be all that sincere or convenient. So well, the problem I have with it is every goddamn time you go out with fan, all the, the women, let me holler at you. Let me holler at you. I can't, I can't even hang out with girlfriend anymore. I guess always with girlfriend's yelling. Mm-hmm. Well, Player alert. Let me just tell you, it's not that easy being a magnet. People I know. Think, people think it's all glory. I've yeah. seen it. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen it with you, Mike. There's no question. This is true. The chicks are digging it, man. They're digging it, man. What's your, what's your pickup line? What's your go-to line? Uh, it's like, uh, haven't I, haven't I seen you be, oh no, I've never seen you. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's a good line. That'll work. I'm so sorry. I'll yeah, because you know, that's how you do it. You have to, you, you attack, you attack a woman's uh, insecurities well, and well, to make them be like, once, I love me. Once they realize that all you want is their pity, I think it breaks the ice. <laughs> <laughs> Take care of it. Take care of it all, ladies and I'm gentlemen. I'm going to throw Take that into the file. <laughs> What a world. That's all I have to say. So things are good. You're back on the road. Everybody's out back again. Back on the road, grinding. Uh, we have tonight's show, Thursday show, sold out. Friday Excellent. show, two Friday, two Saturday. Come through. Uh, my my special is out on YouTube. It's just, I mean, it's good. I'm working. I'm traveling. I don't say no to shows. Good. I don't. Like, if there's Very a show smart. I don't want to do, I just charge way more money than I should get. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, people, like, I was asked to do a Southern Baptist church. And it's like, we want you to come in, do the Lord's work. I was like, That's well, what... the Lord better have $15,000. <laughs> God's work. God's work. God's, God's work. work. You don't want to make Baptists laugh? No, I, they said, they, they told me uh, he did have $15,000, and then oh. I was like, then I'm in. Asalaamu Alaikum. This is my jam. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's very I was just Christian. on stage. I didn't have any joke. I was just, every time I say a joke, I just end in with, look at God. <laughs> look at God. <laughs> look at God. Can I get a hallelujah? Yeah. I... This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app, and anytime on demand, wherever you get your podcasts.